Bob Stroud's 145 of the Week as Bob drops the needle and some insight into one of his 45 RPM singles. Now, here's Bob Stroud. Thank you, Steve Downs. It is Bob Stroud here with my 145 of the Week. Here's what I played last week on 145 and 145. Monday, Ticket to Ride, Beatles, released back in 1965. Tuesday, 30 Days in the Hole, Humble Pie. That was the 31st anniversary of the death of the great Steve Marriott. Wednesday, No More Mr. Nice Guy, Alice Cooper. That single released on that date back in 1973. Thursday, Tempted, Squeeze. Lead vocalist on the track, Paul Carrick. Put another candle on the cake that day. And Friday, Brown Sugar, Rolling Stones. The album that song came from, Sticky Fingers, was 50 years old on that date. So my 145 of the week this time, Ticket to Ride, Beatles. Okay, nine times out of ten, if there's a Beatles 45 in the list, I'm probably going with it. Sorry to be so predictable. It has much to do with the age I grew up in, in which the Beatles and their music... Pretty much meant everything, making for countless indelible memories. And Ticket to Ride is no exception. In fact, it's exceptional. It's spring of 1965, and Top 40 Radio is providing an unforgettable soundtrack to the conclusion of my time in junior high, or eighth grade, if you will. Plenty from the British invasion, of course, including Freddie and the Dreamers, Pachula Clark, Wayne Fontana and the Mindbenders, the Kinks, the Moody Blues, and Herman's Hermits all in the top ten. Motown was represented by the Supremes, Martha and the Vandellas, Junior Walker and the All-Stars, and Marvin Gaye. And, of course, the Beach Boys and Gary Lewis and the Playboys were there representing the California sound. Then there was this really strange-sounding song. It was new. It was called Subterranean Homesick Blues by this guy named Bob Dylan. I'm sure it'll grow on me. But once again, when a new Beatles record was released, it seemed to be a cut above everything else. There was always something new, always something sophisticated, about each new Beatles release. This time, the song came out of the gate with George's 12-string. Not the first time that this happened, but this time, it was really pronounced. And then into a very unusual stutter rhythm, thanks to Ringo's great drumming. John says that was Paul's contribution to the song. Paul says he co-wrote the song with John. George and Ringo didn't have anything to say. Anyway, from there, Ticket to Ride just continues to please and fascinate with great everything. Vocals, guitar, drumming, melody, rhythm change in the bridge, and tempo change in the outro. The Beatles really knew how to put a lot into two and a half minutes including a title and chorus that us stateside weren't familiar with. Ticket to Ride. I don't think I'd ever use those words together. Ticket to Ride would go on to make an appearance in the Help soundtrack, and so we got to enjoy it all over again later on in the summer. And then, of course, there was the dreamy B-side, which Lennon would dismiss as a This Boy rewrite. Yes, it is. Yes, it is a very special song in my book. The harmonies are unusual, the melody is moving, and the lyrics are so special. If you wear red tonight, remember what I said tonight. For red is the color that will make me blue. In spite of you, it's true. Yes, it is. 
It's true. Thank you, John. I love both of these songs. It's true. And that's my 145 of the week, Ticket to Ride. Thanks for tuning by. Until next time, it's Bob Stroud here. Please stay safe.